You're listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. often is how overwhelmed people feel about planning an organization. In fact, I'd say my most frequently asked question would have to be how not to feel overwhelmed. Hearing this absolutely breaks my heart. And it's not because I believe everybody should be planned and organized. It's because for two things that are meant to reduce overwhelm, they actually have the opposite effect. When it comes down to it, productivity is about making the best use of your time, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Planning and organization help to keep you productive. I know for myself that if I haven't mapped out my workday even just a little bit, I am very easily distracted. I will flit between jobs I will find myself getting sucked into a social media black hole, whether it's Facebook and or Instagram. I might even be playing games on my phone whilst watching Netflix, or I might be doing the housework instead of doing my work. Yep, even I have those days. In fact, just this morning before I sat down to prepare this episode, I was flitting between jobs. And I reckon it took me until lunchtime to get out of that little cycle. My husband and I stepped outside. We ate our salmon and kale slaw wraps in the sunshine. We had a chat about our mornings. And that was enough for me to realize that I hadn't been making the best use of my time. So for me, not planning and organizing, so that is no planning, no organizing, that has an overwhelming effect on me. I feel lost. I feel without direction. I feel swamped and like I am not going to be able to achieve anything. But what if you're just starting out? How do you get planned and organized without the overwhelm? My tip is to start with just one small thing first. And it could be just something as simple as tracking your water intake each day. And you might be wondering why I'm saying just one small thing. And it's, look, it it really just comes down to the fact that new habits can be hard to make. Although humans are creatures of habit, we resist change. And some resist that change more than others. Changing habits causes frustration, anger, disruption, and adapting and adjusting can take time. Now, on average, it takes 66 days to form a new habit. So if you go like a bull at a gate, trying to create a new routine and do all the things all at once, you're not going to be doing yourself any favors. You're going to crash and burn and feel overwhelmed. And that number, 66 days, isn't something I just made up either. There is science behind that. So let's backtrack a little bit. 
I bet you've heard the saying that it takes 21 days to form a new habit, right? Maxwell Maltz was an American cosmetic surgeon and author of 1960s uh, publication called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. And Maltz observed in his patients and his own actions that it took, and I quote, a minimum of 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel. That quote was actually observed. That So Maxwell uh, Maltz made that observation of a minimum of 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel, particularly in relation to his cosmetic surgery patients. So they have a picture in their head of what they look like, but it's not until 21, a minimum of 21 days later that they are able to start seeing the new them in the mirror, if that makes sense. So over time, Maltz was misquoted. That is, his words were annotated and adapted for easier human digestion. And it makes sense because... 21 days really doesn't seem that long, does it? So let's think about that. 21 days to form a new habit, three weeks. That's three weeks to devote yourself to something and do it without question routinely. It's not long enough and here's the science to back it. Now, in 2009, there was a study conducted uh, with 92 volunteer participants who were required to partake in a chosen activity or behaviour at the same time each day, i.e. after breakfast. And this was conducted over a 12-week period. So 12 weeks is three months, which is roughly 90 days. Now, the study was conducted by a researcher, one of the primary researchers, Lally, and the study shows that a habit actually takes anywhere from 18 days to, wait for it, 254 days. That's nearly a year. So it takes anywhere from 18 days to 254 days to form a habit and that it takes on average 66 days for the new behavior to become normal routine. 66 days. That is over two months. So why is it that we tend to beat ourselves up if something's not working in an instant? Now that instant could be a couple of days, a week, two weeks, three weeks, you know, whatever. One of my top Mayday VA Sunday planning tips is planning is a habit. Plan at the same time each week for it to become a routine. Now, Lally and his research team also established this fact in their 2009 study that doing something at the same time each week or each day made it easier for it to become routine. Remember, the participants were asked to do the behavior or chosen activity at the same time each day, i.e. after breakfast. So in order to form a new habit, we need to be consistent. We need to be focused and we need to be dedicated. 
As Denise Duffield-Thomas says in her video, which you can find on YouTube, and it's titled Seven Success Habits That Took Me to Seven Figures, and I quote, the basics work. That is one of the success habits is knowing you can just do the basics over and over again and you're not searching for the silver bullet solution. You're not always searching for somebody else's magic formula. And that really, really resonated with me because one of the things that I teach and preach here at Mayday VA is that what works for me or someone else might not work for you. You might take a dash of my teachings, a pinch from somebody else and a sprinkle from another person, and then you'll have your perfect recipe to be planned and organized. For example, my planning style is rather meta. I have a yearly wall planner, a monthly perspex planner. Uh, I have my weekly planner. I have a social media calendar. And those four things are just my pen and paper planners. And they're just for work. And then I've got my Outlook calendar as well, which has uh, my incoming appointments, et cetera, for my business. And in my personal life or in our personal life, we've got a monthly whiteboard planner that I made myself. And we have Google Calendar, which syncs to my husband and I, our calendars sync with each other so that we know when we have things that, you know, the other needs to be aware of for instance, you know, doctor's appointments or, you know, catching up with family, those kind of things. We need to be able to see together what our schedules look like so that we don't run into any trouble. Now, without a doubt, I am 100% sure that somebody's head is hurting right now at the very thought of all the planning I have going on in my life. And I will just make a quick note here as well. My husband is somebody that does get very overwhelmed with planning an organization, but he likes that I can do it because it means that for him, he has got those visual cues there and he can see what's going on in our lives and when. So as I said, I know that somebody's head is hurting right now at that thought, but it's what works for me. I am a highly visual person and planning and organizing does come easy to me. It always has. But I definitely do not expect anyone to have that level of planning and organization going on in any aspect of their life from the get-go. In fact, you would probably be surprised to learn that I didn't always have this much visual planning going on in my life either. It wasn't until I started Mayday VA in December 2018 that I did bring this much visual planning and organization into my life. That whiteboard planner that I was talking about, we did actually have one. um, So my husband and I have been together for, um, well, we've been together since 2010. And I think from 2011, we started having the monthly whiteboard in our kitchen so that we knew what bills we had coming up when they were due birthdays, any, you know, family occasions that we needed to plan for and so on and so forth. And, and that's worked for us. And I know that my husband appreciates the effort that I do put into that. So as I said, I've always been a highly organized person, but not everything is visual. 
our wedding was now, of course, you know, you have to plan and organize a wedding. Uh, and it was planned in about three to five months, which left us pretty much an entire year to just chill and focus on our final year of uni. We were late bloomers. We started uni in our late 20s and finished in our early 30s. But even in the time that we were planning and booking all the wedding things, it wasn't a case of rush, rush, rush. We took the time that we needed to shortlist and inspect slash review what we wanted and book them in. And then less than two months after we married, I was pregnant. So I had the whole motherhood and all the baby things to organize as well. And again, nothing was rushed. There was lots of research done. And by the time our girl arrived, everything was hunky-dory. I do often wonder, though, if it's the actual setting up of things that causes the overwhelm. Because it's something I love so much, I don't actually give it another thought. Like I can just happily do my monthly planner every single month, my weekly planner. I do that every Sunday between 8 and 9.30 and an hour and a half sounds like a lot of time. But I also, you know, like I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, look, I'm not going to lie. I do do a few other things in that time as well. But that 90 minutes gives me the time to plan to make sure that I have got everything accounted for for the week. And then if I've got any time left over, which I normally do, I get a head start on my day or on my Tuesday, which is my first work day of the week. So, you know, the, 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 the time and effort that is required in setting up plans and or getting organized, it, it can be quite a lot. And so I do understand how that can be overwhelming for someone. But I think that once it's done and it does become routine for you, it does tend to take very little time at all. I do know that half of my battle on a Sunday in planning my week uh, is picking what stickers I want to look at for my week. I use stickers in my planner just to bring a little bit of creativity and sunshine into my week, you know, and, and that's often where my stumbling blocks are because I know what I need to do each and every day, uh, week in, week out. So that's probably the biggest thing that I do wonder is about the setting up. So if you do know that you get overwhelmed by planning an organization, please don't pressure yourself to nail the perfect plan or to have your home organized within an inch of itself. Make sure that you give yourself the time and grace to find ways that work for you and your lifestyle. Now, if you are interested in joining me in planning every week, I do host uh, a, a co-planning session every Sunday night, Melbourne time at eight o'clock in the evening. And it's a cameras on, mics off situation on Zoom. And you just sit there and plan your week. And if you've got any questions, you can ask me questions. Um, I will post a link to that in the show notes. But that actually concludes this episode of Productivity with Holly. 
If you would like productivity and podcast goodness delivered to your inbox every Sunday, head on over to www.maydayva.com.au and if you're on a computer, pop your details in the pop-up box when it appears and if you're on a mobile, just scroll down a little bit to find it on the homepage and enter your details there. If you are a creative woman in business and you'd like to book in for one-on-one coaching, head to the coaching section of my website for more information. And if you would like to see what I get up to in between podcast episodes in my business and a little bit of my personal life too, you can come and catch me over on Instagram. Just search for Mayday VA. And finally, just a quick heads up, I'm opening the gates to the Organised Biz Village real soon. So if you'd like to pop your name on the wait list, head to organisedbizvillage.com.au to get the updates. All of the links that I have just mentioned will be in the show notes as well. And I hope to hear from you soon. That concludes the episode. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to your company next week. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximize productivity in your business, head to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at MaydayVA. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.